Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 92 of the Droppe Gaming Podcast. Yay! I'm getting hey. close to 100. How are you, Matt? Uh, living the dream. Nice. As per the norm. Yep, which is the standard, so that's good. You haven't dropped your standards, so mm-hmm. nice to hear. Um, just as a bit of a heads up for everybody, we don't have a hell of a lot to talk about because January's been a little bit of a fizz a month so far. Yeah, there's not much crappening. No, not much at all. So we've been spending that time catching up on a few older games that we wanted to play and wanted to sink our teeth into a little bit more, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, and just today there was a bit of a minor announcement of some of the games that are coming up for the playstation plus and their xbox games on gold thingies uh so we'll we'll give you a bit of an update on those ones and then possibly we will be getting some uh some of the new games for february which we're getting a bit excited about so that's always good Mm. yeah there's going to be plenty happening in the next uh you know two months of this quarter so, yep. let's smash out what we've been playing already. What have you been sinking your teeth into? Uh, so, I started playing Banner Saga because uh, it came out for PS4 not too long ago. So, I picked that up and played it. Um, it's like a strategy, turn-based sort of grid, grid-shaped fucking combat thing with Vikings and stuff. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't play too much of it because I have been pumping all of my spare time into The Witcher 3. I jumped back into that. Did you restart or pick it up where you were? I picked it up where I was and I've just been like roaming the lands, doing all the fucking random side quest shit, which is what I was doing before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. It's pretty massive, that game, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm just running around doing that stuff. It's fucking fun, man. And I've been playing Gwent, the card game in it. Because mm-hmm. there's quests to collect cards for Gwent by playing other people and beating them. And so I've just been like going around traveling the world as like a traveling card player. Just trying to cause ruckuses in, uh, in pubs. Fucking, yeah, just dominating everyone. Oh, really? You're doing well? Yeah. So, I mean, at yeah. first I wasn't, but I've got like... Heaps of awesome cards. The problem is that you select your cards that are in your deck, and then when you start the game, it only draws like half of them randomly. Um, so you have the chance of none of your fucking decent cards getting drawn, in which case you get owned and have to restart. Yep. But um, yeah, like I've got so many good cards now that I pretty much always have awesome cards drawn and then just fucking... Like, obviously, it takes a little bit of strategy to win because it's like a three-round thing. Best of three, you got to win. First to win two rounds wins. Yeah, which really fucked me over at the very start of the game because I'd never seen it before. Mm. And then you don't really get explained what is going on. So it's a little bit of trial and error. And, of course, you know, once you understand the basics of the game, then you've got to try and figure out your, you know, tactics and your strategy, so... Yeah, because what happens is you get, say, 11 cards, I think, you start with, and then 
basically whichever ones you use in the first round, they're gone and you don't get them back. Yeah. Unless you have a card that can redraw from the fucking discard pile. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's all about like picking and choosing which cards you're going to play and like f- offering feints to the other players so that they'll waste all their cards. Um, stuff like that. Like the number of third round wins that I've had where I literally win because I have a card that has like six attack power and it's my oh. last card and their last card only has like one or their last card is like a a weather spell or something. Just <laughs> mm. fucking useless. It's like, yeah, you just got to try and uh, use tactics and strategy, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then it's an interesting addition to mm. that game. And they gradually get, like, the opponents are gradually harder and harder as you play through. So it's not like you are completely dominating. you still got to put up a good fight. Oh, that's good. Um, so, yeah. And then, like, just running around in that world, doing all the side missions and, and interacting with the different characters is so awesome. There's so much going on. So... Yeah, and I, I think some of the interactions were pretty good in that game. I mean, I, I did play it a bit initially, but something else came across the desk and had to put that yeah, aside. As per usual, like I've already said, Fallout 4 is like, I'm probably never going back to that. Yeah. Whereas The Witcher 3, I have gone back to it, and I still need to finally finish Dragon Age Inquisition to a, a Dragon Age Inquisition as well too. So... I we guess I'll do much that. Much longer until the next, you know, lot of good games are coming out. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's like it's good having this downtime between new games. Um, I guess the next big thing that's probably going to come out for me is Far Cry Primal, mm. and then I guess Uncharted. I'm not sure if anything else good's coming out, but like Far Cry Primal, I'll fucking probably beat in a week. Yeah. Knowing my history with Far Cry games, just dive into it and do everything and beat it within a week or a week and a half. Not to yeah. say that it's a short game. <laughs> no, God, no. Just that mean, It will be yeah. 40, 50 hours plus. Yeah, it's one of those ga- games that you just like, that I personally just get swallowed into. Yeah, very easy to do. It's, yeah. it's, it's like reading a good book. Exactly. And that, that's the... Down. I guess in my head, like to move on to what I've been playing now, sorry, um, the benchmark that I have really put the uh, Far Cry game against would be um, the game that I've been playing recently, which is just Cause 3. And I know story-wise all that shit's very different, but the way the game plays is very similar. And it is miles above where Just Cause 3 is. And I, I've played a shitload of Just Cause in the last couple of weeks. I've just absolutely you know, thrown myself into it and played the absolute shit out of it. I've unlocked nine of the 12 uh, areas on the map. Um, and, yeah, I've, I've basically taken over as much as I probably could in that time. But there's just something about it like the controls are fumbly whereas far cry they're not they're really really tight controls um the interactions are much much better in far cry uh you know you you kind of get a sense of 
the person behind the dialogue in Far Cry, but in this you don't really. Like, there's a real disconnect, and I don't understand what the difference is. It must be so difficult to make a game that completely draws you in and makes you feel like the character that you're playing, and whereas Just Cause, unfortunately, just doesn't. Mm. And I'm, you know, in a way... Slightly disappointed, even though I've put in 40 hours to the game. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a weird one because I feel like they made it as... Because Just Cause 2 was so like a cult classic mm. and it, people were so into it. And then Just Cause 3 comes out and it's like, hey, it's this but more. But it's like, you yeah. don't... Like, we've done, you've done it and it mm-hmm. gets boring quickly it's the same with like saints row the third Mm -hmm. where it was just like oh no saints row four was like you finish saints row three so here's basically the same game again but you're unstoppable fucking crazy lunatic with heaps of powers yeah and that's what just cause three seems like to me it's like it's pretty much the same kind of thing you know um grappling hooking jets to people's faces and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. which is fun for a while but like you've done it before yeah and it can only last for so long before you get bored because it's way too friggin easy and and that's one of the major issues that i've got with this game at the moment is that i've been able to run around and just cause absolute ruckus in this you know entire country but why yeah i don't I don't really get it. And no, no, no. Ask me oh, why. Oh, but why? Just cause. Three. Uh, <laughs> that was horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> Can you edit that out? No. <laughs> Mate, this this podcast episode is going to be short enough as it is. <laughs> Very true. I'm going to leave that in. That's the meat of the podcast right That's there. That's right. You got to that far, then you're doing well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I... I have opened a lot of it i I would actually like to go and play the storyline but now that i've just run around and dominated so much and you know there is a lot that i would be interested in doing but for no reason at all like unlocking cars Mm. just going around stealing cars taking them to the garage so that they're unlockable stealing cars is like cars in that game are the same as cars in fucking, like I said, Centro 4. Mm. It's pointless. Yeah. Do you have no reason for it when you can summon a helicopter or you can just grappling hook and wingsuit everywhere? Yeah. And that that's one of the major things about this game that I'm finding is that I'm finding a lot of that stuff completely useless. Like I've dropped the uh, care package or whatever the, the word is they use for them, mm. um, but I've dropped that twice. Because I have no need for them. You know, there's no need for me to try and unlock things and get them dropped in because I don't need them. I've almost always got a lot of ammo. I've almost always got, you know, if I want to get a helicopter, I'll just go and attack people until a helicopter comes and then I'll grapple the helicopter and get in. Hmm. And there's no reason for me to do anything else. It only takes a few more minutes. Yeah. The thing I used that summoning thing mostly for was to get a helicopter when I was like, I can't be bothered with yeah. grappling hook. Because you just get in a helicopter, point it in the direction you want to go in, and just fucking press forward and leave it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. 
and then you can like have rockets and stuff when you get bored. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I have played a lot of that game in the last couple of weeks or since, you know, at least since Christmas. Um, and uh, I'm pretty much done with it, which in a way is good because I got uh, a copy of uh, Rainbow Six Siege on the PC. And although it was a bit a bit annoying to have to go back and do all the situations and all that kind of stuff that I'd already done on the PlayStation, um, actually having a group of friends that I know personally in real life that also play the game um, is really good. Mm. So, you know, we've been able to organise a couple of times over the last two weeks where the majority of us are going to be online. So at least there's three or four out of the five group within the game and it actually becomes a hell of a lot better. Yeah. It's a really, really good fun game. Uh, frustrating as shit, don't get me wrong. And Way less frustrating though. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm learning a fair bit about that. I've upgraded a fair few of the characters. I've unlocked uh, nearly half of the characters on the PC now, um, which is really good because it gives you a hell of a lot more options. But there's only, you know, I'm starting to see patterns in when I'm playing by myself, again, you know, just with other randoms. Um, There's always the same five attackers. There's always the same five defenders because some people are just a lot better in the situations that you're in and like for instance the medic they give you a medic but it's absolutely pointless to have a medic in that game because it's not quite one shot kill but if you get shot with a like a hand you know like a, a normal handgun you could probably take maybe three bullets and then you fall on the ground and if you press F on the PC version, you hold your wound so you don't bleed out and then someone can actually come and revive you or the medic can actually come and they revive you with a lot more health so you get back up again. But if you get shot, there's a person standing very, very close to you that's just shot you and it just takes one more bullet and you're dead. Yeah, exactly. So there is nearly no time for a medic to do anything. And it takes about three to five seconds to heal somebody once they've even started bleeding out. So you become extremely cautious of the fact that, you know, that person's just been shot by somebody, which means that there's still probably someone with their sights on that character, allowing them to bleed out, waiting for you to go and actually heal them. So you're walking into a trap and then you, you know, two of you are dead instead of one. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely frustrating, but it, I don't know. I'm starting to pick up on some of those things, and it just seems a little bit pointless to have added characters like a healer to a game where. Yeah, healing is fucking pointless. Yeah, exactly. But I am enjoying it. I'm starting to get to know the maps a little bit better. And to be honest, it is so good to be playing a good shooter again on a PC. Just having the mouse and the keyboard is way more precise. Mm. And I, I enjoy it because you can actually control it properly instead of with a game like that, with the auto aim off, you're just spraying and you're lucky if you hit somebody. And that's annoying. <laughs> 
So, yeah, they're pretty much the two games that I've been playing. Um, have you been playing any others? Uh, no, like I, ju- I said, the Banner Saga that came out, like, two weeks ago, I think, or something like that. So, yep. been well, playing that. The other game I suppose I've been playing a little bit of uh, a while ago, nearly 12 months ago, I suppose, I picked up... Um, Diablo on the PlayStation because it was a four-player couch co-op game. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be good having four controllers for the PS4. I could sit down with the kids at certain times and just play a game together. Um, And we gave it a fairly good go. uh, But just recently, my youngest, Ollie, decided to pick it up again and he's been going through it and has just actually finished the game finished the storyline by himself and he's leveled up to level 63 or something now um so he's pretty much dominating you know that entire game there is nothing that can even hurt him anymore really um but you know i've been playing a fair bit of that with him just sitting next to him and you know spending a bit of time with him mucking around with a game that's actually pretty good fun i've been enjoying that but, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. There's certain things about that game that become really old very quickly. Once you get to a, a powerful stage, and my character's like, my main character is level 57 now, I think it is. Um, but if I was sitting with, you know, by myself to play a game, I would probably not choose Diablo in a pink fit anymore because the weapons that I have are so powerful that they can just destroy a whole room of enemies very quickly. Have you turned the difficulty up? Yeah, we have a a few times. But, I mean, for an eight-year-old, he enjoys dominating. So when you turn the, the difficulty up, there is a little bit more. But the other thing is now that the weapon that... Like when we're playing together, for instance, the weapon that he has is one that does... You know, so much damage, a couple of thousand in damage, and it also every hit regenerates a couple of thousand in health. So he can't really get hurt. And the weapon that I have at the moment, I'm running around, and for every third hit, it generates um, like a, an orb of health, an orb of healing, and also an orb of your um, whatever your magic fate thing is mm. so you know the the uh the cost involved in using some of those attacks so pretty much every time you know i'm fighting someone there's these little balls of energy and stuff popping up and it, there's just no challenge in it anymore and it's still a f- fairly fun game to play because you're still just running around and opening new environments and all that kind of stuff but the environments really aren't that different either um so I think we got to the point where we've pretty much finished playing that one now, which is good because I can delete it. and uh, Move on a, to the next thing. That's a hell of a lot of gigabytes that I'll be able to save on the, yeah, it actually the PlayStation quite, Drive. It's quite big, eh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and there's been a few updates in the, the last couple of months. So, um, yeah, good to get rid of that one. Hmm. So but, speaking of things that are coming out, um, soon, like, you're going to need some new games to play. Yes. 
Um, you know what is actually coming out in like 10 days um, or maybe 12 days or so? Unravel. Yes, I did see that today on the uh, PSN store. Yeah, it's a, it's been available to pre-order on the PlayStation store for a, a couple of months now. Mm. It's only like 30 bucks. Um, so I would suggest that anyone who likes platforming games definitely picks that up because it's fucking really good from what I played at, at PAX. Mm. It certainly looked really good just from the, uh, mm. you know, the teaser. So, yeah, like I'll be definitely picking that up. Um, I'm not sure exactly what day it comes out. Um, I know it's the 9th of February some in some regions. Um, I should probably have looked that up. Ah, <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, maybe it's worldwide, 9th of Feb. I don't know. Anyway, um, one of the games that actually is coming out that interests me quite a lot is Gravity Rush Remastered. That's coming out next week, I think. And, um, yeah, I played that on the Vita and really enjoyed it. So I'm interested in seeing how they've managed to carry it over to the PS4 without all the functionality of the Vita. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure if we'll get a review copy of that. If not, I might just go and buy it and have a play with it because I, I quite enjoyed that. Didn't you see a deal for it? Yeah, I at, did just recently. At Target, I think it was something like $30, $40, Yeah, it was nearly half price, 40%, something like that. Um, Which is surprising because it's not even out yet. Yeah, and and that was a day one release deal too. So, yeah, it's um, it will be a, at least half price compared to you know, your EB games. 29 bucks. Not bad. Gravity Rush remastered twenty nine dollars at Target for PS four. So available the third of Feb. So yeah, twenty nine bucks. Seriously, that game was really really interesting. I say interesting instead of like fun. It had it. It was fun to play, but the best thing about it was that it was something that I guess I hadn't. It was like a style of game that I've never played before. Like the way that they did it with all the gravity controlling and floating around and all that kind of stuff, traversing the world, yep. was super interesting. So, yeah, from like a, a actual gameplay point of view, I'm very keen to see the PS4 version. Um, and then there's like a standalone DLC coming out for Dying Light called Dying Light The Following. Yeah, I did see that. So yeah. I may I may have to jump on board with that as well because I really enjoyed the first one. Um, that's a week after Gravity Rush, so we'll see. <laughs> Same day as Unravel. Yeah, probably that's not going to happen then. It would uh, be interesting to give it a go, hmm. but at the same time, Dying Light's a very old game and I think both of us had it as a digital copy, so it would most probably mean another 20 gig download. No. It's a standalone down, uh, DLC, like a standalone oh, okay. expansion, so you don't have to have the original game installed. Oh, there you go. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, apart, from, apart from that, for February, for me, it's pretty much Far Cry Primal. Um, Seriously? Not even Agatha Christie, the ABC murders, even got a mention? <laughs> no. I'm really surprised about Actually, that. Firewatch, um, they showed Firewatch at E3, I think. 
Um, was it E3 that they first showed it? Not Maybe sure. G- GDC. I don't know, Firewatch. So it was, uh, it's like a first-person adventure game mm-hmm. where you work. It's like it follows the story of like at a fire lookout in America during some bushfires or something, Yellowstone fires of 1988. Cool. Yeah, and it's like this... It seemed like a pretty interesting little game. I'm not sure how expensive it'll be. I think I imagine it'll be pretty cheap because mm. it's a in- little indie game. Um, not that I'm implying that all indie games should be cheap, but you know what I mean. But they're quite interesting normally. So yeah, and I mean it, it got a it got shown off at a major um, press event by Sony, so they're obviously supporting it. Yeah, well, it's it's strange that because I mean, there's this month we've got um, XCOM two coming out on <clears> Steam um, for PC and Mac, um, but I remember XCOM. I never played XCOM the first one, but I remember it getting really bad reviews and bagged a lot. Which one, a- Enemy Unknown? Yeah. Um. No, it got, like, seriously good review scores. Did it? Yeah, like, nines out of ten. Wow, I just can't remember it <laughs> yeah. being a big thing at all. No, because it, it was a reboot of the original XCOM mm. from way back, and um, most of the negative feedback was from, like, old-school crazy XCOM fans. But as a game, as it's, like, on its own two feet... It was a fucking really fun game. I played it a fair bit. Yeah, I did get really good reviews. Giant Bomb, Kotaku, Game Spy, Game Trailers, all so, gave yeah. the game of the year. I'm not too sure about XCOM 2, though, because I have a feeling, I don't know, I just it, it strikes me from, I think from what I've heard, it was it seems like just like a, an expansion type thing, but I guess it's a whole new game, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's not coming out on the consoles though. No, but then was, again, XCOM yeah. was always a, a a PC type game. So mm. anyway, um, well, the other one I'm thinking about would be probably Street Fighter Five. Yeah, not interested. Yeah, I've been a Street Fighter fan since it started. You know, I remember going to the local Seven Eleven to play Street Fighter to be blanker. You know, and I loved the old Street Fighter games, but it's um, the issue that I have with it is without that controller of, you know, the big... The arcade sticks. Yeah, the arcade sticks and everything. It's very difficult to control with a controller. Yeah, because it's so fast-paced. Yeah, yeah, and I really don't want to go and buy the tabletop kind of controllers like the boxes and stuff that yeah you considering you probably it. won't play it that long exactly the fighting game i'm more interested in is mortal kombat x they announced mortal kombat xl mm-hmm. which is a uh a version it's basically like a complete edition so it's mortal kombat x with the first combat pack all the dlc included Mm-hmm. And then it comes with the second combat pack, which is coming out later this year. So it'll be the same as like 
the last one where each month or something they'll bring out new characters. Oh yeah. But um yeah, so you can buy you'll be able to buy I'm not sure when it comes out. Again, should have probably looked this up. But um I don't think they released the pricing for Australia yet for Mortal Kombat XL, but it's basically um Mortal Kombat X combat pack and then when combat pack two stuff comes available you will get to download it for free if you have that version otherwise they've also bundled the two combat packs for people who bought mortal kombat x but didn't get the combat pack so you can get the first and second one for a discounted price that's pretty good so um yeah when mortal kombat the when the second combat pack comes out i'll definitely be grabbing it because that shit's the bomb (laughs) <laughs> March 1st I think it comes out and it'll be like a full price game but it comes with like fucking $60 worth of DLC so yeah it's not too bad that's pretty good that mm. interests me more than Street Fighter because uh, Mortal Kombat is awesome like what more do I need <laughs> to say yes you do enjoy it and you have spoken about it a hell of a lot mm. So yeah, the true. other thing, I guess, is um, PlayStation Plus and games with gold. We can kind of touch on that, not go into it too much, I guess, because yeah. well, they're not very a, good games. No, a bit of a lame offering this time, unfortunately. Um, so we'll, we'll go PlayStation Plus first. Uh, we've got uh, where's there, Helldivers and Nom Nom Galaxy for the PS4. This um, is for um, uh, February. Yes. So the the upside of that, uh, Helldivers is um, a cross-console kind of game. So you pick it up for the PS4, PS3, and the PS Vita. So I guess that's one thing. But to be honest, not really even worth picking up, in my my opinion. Uh, I don't know that doesn't count for a hell of a lot, but it's a top-down shooter. So you've got your left thumb that it does the walking, right thumb does the direction you're shooting. Um, And there's four-player couch co-op kind of game. You can pick different characters uh, that have different powers. Mm. The issue that I found with it was that uh, one of them puts down like a turret gun, for instance, and it doesn't really discriminate there's like friendly fires on the whole time. So So you have to not suck. Pretty much. And (laughs) when you're just starting out in a game like that, it's kind of unforgiving. Yeah. And there's, you know, you, you dropped onto a, an alien world and there's all these different types of aliens. Um, and the ones that I'd played against initially were like big spiders and bugs and things like that. And just got boring very, very quickly wasn't really much fun at all um but you've got to get to a point and then you've got to get to extraction so yeah there was like a couple of things that we had to go and do to repair parts of a base or whatever and then get get back to the chopper um, yeah i worth I th- picking up for free well it's got like fucking gun reviews as well so i guess it's it comes down to personal choice yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that they really enjoy Helldivers. So, um, but then again, if you aren't into unforgiving, bloody twin stick shooters, then you're going to be probably not having a good time. Mm. Yeah, um, and then 
Uh, Nom Nom Galaxy is uh, it's like a remake of a, an older game. Nom Nom. No, uh, I think. <laughs> I was I'm, just assuming. I'm pretty sure Nom Nom Galaxy was a. Uh, actually, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure I own Nom Nom Galaxy as well. For some reason, it it rings a bell. But I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, because it's not the kind of game I would have bought. Yeah, well, it's four, it's got four player co op and stuff, but it's like a two D kind of digging and building type game mm-hmm. where you fight aliens. Yeah, it's all right. It's a pig, I guess. pixel junk game. It's not really for me, but um, yeah. So this month's kind of fl- a bit flat for the PlayStation Plus offerings. Luckily, yeah. I've got games that are coming out that I'll enjoy. Meanwhile, on Games with Gold, um, like there's four games you can play on Xbox One because of the backwards compatibility. Yeah, which is a bit of a bonus. Yeah, um, even though the games are pretty much all shit as well. Sticks, Master of Shadows is there. Um, which was a PlayStation Plus game about yeah. six months ago, I believe. And it's kind of crappy. Yeah, um, and it was rated R on the PlayStation, which really threw me because it's like a stealthy type game, like an Assassin's Creed type mm. game. But I don't know. It looked cartoony when like, not as in the graphics look cartoony, but it looked like that kind of a game where it would just be a little bit of fun running around. But mm-hmm. then it was rated R and I couldn't allow my kids to even turn it on to try it. Oh, well, and then the yeah. other one is Hand of Fate. The other Xbox One ex, uh, title is Hand of Fate, which is made by Defiant Development or an Australian development team. And it's like a card game thing. Yeah, which would be interesting, I think. Um, mm. you know, you, as you were saying, the card game inside um, uh, The Witcher 3 is a big part of that game and you've been really enjoying it. So there's a, a huge market for these kind of card games. Mm. And it's already on PS4. So, like, if you don't have an Xbox One, you can buy it. Mm. Um, but, like, it's free on Xbox One, so that's cool. And then there's the two 360 games which are can be played on Xbox One, one of which is Sacred Citadel, which I have no idea about. Nope. And Gears of War 2. Yeah. Which is the original version, not the remastered version. No. So if you want to play it, why not just get the remastered collection? Yeah, well, that one isn't remastered in the game anyway. Oh, They, it's they only actually remastered the first one. Oh, well and, and, then. Yeah, if you had bought that and played it before, like, the 20th of December or whatever it was, you got the entire pack except, obviously, the new one that's coming out. So, yeah, but uh, I was just having a look. Uh, Hands of Fate got really good um, reviews. Yeah. Nine on, or nine out of ten on Steam, four out of five on uh, Metacritic. So, yeah. Yeah, And it's listed as an action adventure game. It's not just the card game stuff. Um, So, you know, it's 27 bucks on PlayStation. But you can obviously jump on YouTube and check out a video and see what it's like. But yeah, free on Xbox One. Yeah. Not anyway, that'll do.
let's fucking yeah. finish this. All right, well, as you heard, there wasn't much going on for January, so we haven't been doing a hell of a lot. Um, but next month, we're going to hopefully have a few more titles that we can talk about. Yeah, and we'll um, probably see if we can get Susie on again. That'd be nice too. For something different. Yeah, sounds good. Well, anyway, that was episode 92. Bit of a short one, nice and quick. I know you like it like that. So um, I will say goodbye. You should email us at... Podcast at com. That's why I keep him hanging around. He's good at that. One of us. One of us. <laughs> everyone have fun until next time you hear us in the ear hole. Catch you later. Bye.